Evolve 360, a holistic approach to life, is an exploration of learning through experience to transform individually and culturally as a whole by taking a 360 degree look at our quality of life, including the limiting beliefs, worn out paradigms, and destructive habits that have led us to where we are today and to instead create or revolutionize a new life vision that brings greater peace, appreciation, fulfillment, clarity, happiness, and joy as we ultimately evolve. So in this episode, Shelly and I are gonna discuss our life on pause and how getting back to our lives, at least the way we knew it before COVID-19, well, that's in the past and about how we move forward to embracing a new normal. Welcome to Evolve 360 Shelly Shell Show with hosts Shelly Grace and Shelly Devine. Hey, soul sister. Welcome hey. back. Hey, how are you? I'm oh. telling you, this new normal is this crazy. It has totally got me turned inside and out. And I wanted to share something with you because you've known me for a very long time and you know that I'm all about my hair and makeup. But here's the, here's the new thing for me, which is really, and it's upside down. I'm not wearing makeup anymore when I leave my house because, you know, you got this mask going on and I'm thinking, I'm not gonna wear lipstick with a mask. And then you Oh yeah, that would be like, ugh, and then it's all over it, right? I know, right? I like, wear lipstick with a mask. I know, what's the point? So I have no lipstick, I have no makeup. Wow. But what's crazy is when I'm in my house, I'm fully made up. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Your husband must love it. He does, he does. But it's like, you know how we always used to just take a moment and make sure that, you know, you were ready to go, you know, your makeup, mm -hmm. everything. And now it's like, why wear makeup when you leave the house? You gotta wear your mask. So I just, find that like this inside out thing is just for me it's a whole new normal it's kind of a flip of the coin living, right yeah yeah it's totally a full, full flip of the coin totally uh, yeah do you have a nice mask I, I i have a bandana i know you well you know me of course i have more than one oh. and one of the girls one of the local girls here i bought a couple from a a bridal shop that immediately stopped doing wedding dresses and got totally into mask production. Oh, wow. And they were really nice. Um, I have one with little, I'll have to bring it next time. Little yeah, like, yeah, I want to see it because I need to it. order something. I don't have anything that's like, you know, stylish. Oh, I've got a girl to hook you up with. But okay. when one of my local girls, she's doing some really cool ones that are not expensive. And what I like about it, because when you get masks, they don't sometimes fit very well. Okay. But she's like, do the measurements, you text her the measurements, and she custom makes them for you. Oh, that's that cool. Really good. Yes. And you get to like pick your material. You could have one for every day of the week. I mean, this so you is could have a furry one. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. But <laughs> I know. You could right? have like nice, nice fabric and stuff too. That's yes, she fun. does. Polka dots and whatever you want. Oh, cool. So this is new. instead of lipstick, we're wearing masks. Yeah, nice. So, I like it. I yeah. like it. Very cool. I know. I know. So let's set an intention for the show. All right. Today we're talking about the new normal. 
So what I'd like to do is I'd like to set an intention to let our fear, our old beliefs leave, and let's set an intention for opening up your mind to receive whatever it is that you're going to get out of this show today and to help you move in the direction that you need to go, which is forward, forward. So let's do that. Moving let's forward. I love it. That sounds Moving good. Forward. Moving forward. Yeah. Call in spirit, divine, whatever your, your, um, whatever you think the universe is about, you know, if it's God, Christ, universal life force, energy, prana, chi, whatever it is, call that in, call it in and and help them guide you because this is a a time that we're living right now that we have to have a lot of faith. Mm. And sometimes when we're going through chaos and we're going through all these changes, You can't rationalize them and you can't put meaning to them. You just have to kind of go with the flow, totally go with the flow. You know, I live in Miami and a lot of times when you go to the beach, there's undertoes. And the first thing they tell you is don't ever try and swim against it. You have to go with it. You have to flow because if you swim against it or you try to get out of it and you're exhausted, and you can drown. Yeah. yeah. You can drown. You can lose your life because you're just, you're struggling and you're struggling and you're giving all your energy to try and control something that is totally out of your control. You don't That's have such to. a great analogy. Abraham Hicks talks about that going with the flow, go downstream instead of upstream. So yeah. in your life, if you're, if you're like battling, like you're pushing the stone up the mountain. Oh my gosh. No, prepave your life so you're not pushing the stone up the mountain. Start to think and get your emotions in line, your, right. your, your thoughts in line of what you really desire and feel it and, and just allow it to come in and happen. You have to. And then you'll, be, then you'll be on your little canoe, settling downstream. You know, there you go. Relax. Instead of going, like you just said, against the, the tide or the toe, you know, the, the current. The current. Against the current. Have you, ever, have you ever had that happen before? I've had it happen. It's, it's, it's yes. unbelievable. Not in the ocean, but in a river. And I was, I was injured at the time. This is years ago. We were, this My is gosh. kind of a funny story. We were going down the Sacco River in canoes. I was with um, an old boyfriend. This was like when I was in my, I think I was in just in maybe high school or something. Uh-huh. And I had injured my finger at work. So I had like this big banded, it happened to be this finger. So I would go <laughs> around. You know, for all you wait people that are out there, you know, service people or whatever, I was waiting on tables with my finger all wrapped up in a big bandage going to a table. Can I take your order? Because I oh, couldn't put my hand down, it throbbed so bad. So anyways, we're in the canoes, and um, my boyfriend at the time really didn't know how to navigate the canoe, all right? So we had right. like lunches and beer and everything, and we're with his brother and his wife, and they're in another canoe, and we're going down the stream, and across the stream, this, there is this big log in the way. And actually it was like a tree. It had fallen down during a storm. It was across the river. And you couldn't see it. Oh my gosh. And, and so you could see it, but what you couldn't see is, is um, you know, you, you couldn't go underneath it. You had, to, you had to like glide over it with the canoe. Wow. And so the current was so fast that 
our canoe because he couldn't really navigate it turned sideways and then tipped and and the um the canoe started to fill up with water so you have a canoe braced up against a tree and you have this current coming at you and you're like uh oh roadblock how do i deal with this so everything's falling out of the canoe going downstream we end up falling out of the canoe and god forbid if we had gone under um you know the tree is underneath and all the branches are underneath we could have oh you could have get stuck and stuck, stuck. Wow. And i could i had to keep my hand above water so i'm oh, no, water it's all over with one oh, hand no. with my hand <laughs> funny oh, no. you know, living, right? <laughs> and and so anyways the guys what they did is they didn't know that the the, the branches were all underneath so they're they're like pushing the canoe underneath and they're thinking that's going to pop out the other side but meanwhile there's all these branches of the tree underneath so it's all tangled. oh my god and water's in. coming in right yeah and water water's coming in so they get it finally out but i'm like trying to swim against the current getting to the side and you you just you can't I mean, with your like, finger like this you know, like this and i'm like <laughs> trying paddling for dear life i mean you could have typically you know like drowning was definitely up there but anyways the funny part of the story is you know like don't do that <laughs> and, and no way uh, they ended up getting the canoe underneath um it popped back out miraculously i, I you know like it took us a long time to do it. It popped out eventually. It was bent in half and we made it downstream. And needless to say, the people that own the canoe never wanted to see us again because we broke their canoe. But it was like, you gotta know a little bit of what you're doing before you get in that canoe. You gotta know how to navigate it. And you he really, right. you know, you know to, to avoid those trees like his brother got over it no fine but he we we didn't i'm like backpedal backpedal you know oh my god you're like hold up let me get in that canoe <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> nice yeah. knowing you yeah i mean i grew up doing that i was like trying to tell him from the front but you know like it, it didn't work out it was, it, it was an ordeal so oh my gosh yeah but that's that's a great story and it's a great way of sharing with our audience exactly how that feels if, if you haven't been in that situation i used to scuba dive a long time ago and it's oh, wow. the same thing you always you always scuba you dive into the current you know against the current yeah. because that way when you're exhausted and you're done the current takes you back to the boat and there's a tow line oh i didn't know and that. yes because yeah. the current and just like undertoes can be so, the force of nature is so powerful as you know, you experienced in the yeah. canoe, that if you try to go against it, it'll crush you, yeah. it'll crush you. And, and this is kind of where we're at right now. We're with this pause and we're trying to, to cling and scramble and just like hang on to what we knew, what was our truth or what we knew, what was, part of our lives and some of those things are not going to be there. They're not there. They're going away. Yeah. So we have to embrace and go with the flow because you can't control what you can't control. Yeah. And we definitely can't control this. No, this not at all. Totally it's out of our control. Completely out of our control. Yeah. Which is interesting because it's like, okay, we're probably most likely a lot of us control freaks in, yeah, in our, yeah. <laughs> and especially in this country right. and and um you know how do we move forward with all this uncertainty of and and we don't have any 
any control over it other than how we respond or react or relate to the situation in our home environment. Right. And this is a time where we have talked about this before, and we're going to continue talking about this because we're ever evolving and our world is evolving. We're evolving. We're part of the world. And it's a time where just think about it. If, if you're building a house, it has to crumble down to build new yeah. and, and things are happening. We are, we are growing. We are shedding what no longer serves us. And Our history, we're shedding history. history. Yes, we're shedding history and history always repeats itself. Yeah. But as it does, we take it to another level. Well, do and, you think, I'm just going to, do you think it repeats itself because we haven't quite gotten the lesson? Sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. And usually our worlds have been purged of things with wars. And, mm -hmm. you know, I was reading the other day about World War II and how that was, you know, it really annihilated mm -hmm. a lot of the world. But then we birthed again. And that was part of the birth of the American dream. Yeah. And all of this prosperity came about and all of this new came about. But to get mm -hmm. to there, we had to let go and a lot of things crumbled that no longer served us. And I think this is where we're at right now. You know, what mm -hmm. no longer serves you, no longer serves humanity, is this being shed. Yeah. And it's hard for us to understand that because we are, we tend to be control freaks. We tend to want to have our world in a certain way. Yeah. You know, and, and that way doesn't work right now. Yeah. It's kind of like shedding certain beliefs that no longer serve. Beliefs exactly. are a creation. Beliefs are a creation of what we think, what yes. we choose to put our values on and, and, and to, and then they, they manifest not just individually, but yes, collectively yeah. amongst the whole. If there's enough momentum behind them, um, enough group thought behind them yes they do so it, 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 it it's you know this COVID-19 really speaks on this level of you know from the individual in our own responsibility to um, what we've manifested globally we have to take responsibility for that yeah you for know planet. for our planet yeah, we do have to take yeah. responsibility. Yeah. yeah, and the history thing is so fascinating when you start to talk about that. Like, you know, back, you know, a lot of good things came out of, say, you know, a lot of, a lot of you know, not so good things happened during those world wars. But one of the interesting things when we get back to archetypes yes. is, is um, you know, if you look on kind of the, the greater level of say government wise, we had a, a president at the time and Carolyn Mace, I love when she puts oh, it together and she, she's like, we had a, a president that was crippled and, and our, you know, and, and then our economy became crippled with the depression and we were victims. We felt victimized. A crippled is kind of like being a victim. And yes. then we came out of that, you know, we came out of that, that we changed the banking systems and, and we, we innovated and created things out of chaos. Yes. You know, and that's what's basically happening now. Maybe our healthcare situation is going to improve tremendously, you know, because of this. I think so. And a lot of times we do have to go through chaos. We're going to talk more about this with divorce and with, you know, going into the underworld and your shadow mm -hmm. and how you have to shed what no longer serves you because we're ever evolving. 
You know, just think back 10 or 20 years ago, our world was different. We were different. Mm -hmm. The technology that we have today, we didn't have before. And that has totally changed everything in our lives. One of the bad things that I really don't like about it is that we can't disconnect. So I'm, I'm grateful for this pause because it's allowed me to just take a chill and not be so connected with all the social media and the, the tech aspects of before. Because I have, I have purged a lot of things on social media. You know, you, you, you start organizing your closet and your drawers and then you're like, I'm going to organize not only my phone contacts, but maybe, you know, Facebook people or, you know, LinkedIn people that I have that sometimes you have people on there. You don't even know who. Yeah. So you, yeah. you become more discerning. And I think yeah. discernment is a word for the times right now. Absolutely. Just you know, it's more. really funny too, uh -huh. all this hunkering down and, and being on our phones. I, I think in the beginning of it, I saw this meme when everybody was like outside and taking walks, you know, like, and they, they weren't like, usually you see people with their phone and they're looking at their phone right. and their text messaging. That's how you would see people outside. Then they were told, oh, now you can't go outside. Oh, I'm, I'm walking outside. I'm out every five seconds. I'm going to be in your face. You know, like I just thought it was so funny how human nature is like, you tell them they can't do something, man, they're going to be right on it. I want to do that. Exactly. You know, it's so funny. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I'm like that too, but I'm like, geez. Well, I was like, I was, I was hunkering down because I was yeah. like, you know, I, I just don't know. You just, you just don't know like what to, what to, what to hear anymore, what to understand. There's yeah. so much information yeah. that you just don't know what. So it's always better when there's chaos. And right now there is a lot of chaos going on is to just to go within. And my within is not only my house, but within me yeah. and start thinking about things, you know, your belief system. What do you believe? You know, what, what, what aren't you going to like do? And, you know, we're going to dive deeper into another segment because we've been talking about that and mm -hmm. just things that no longer served us in, you know, in our lives that now moving forward, you know, why, why be attached to something that can't let you grow? Mm -hmm. And that's something that I want all, all of you guys to think about, you know, what are you attaching yourself to that isn't part of your truth anymore? And it's not allowing you to move forward and, and let you grow. And sometimes we have to go through pain to be able to see it and to be able to walk on the other side. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy. And if you have faith and you walk in faith, mm -hmm. as you do that walk, you're going to find that as you shed what no longer serves you, and that might be your marriage, it might be friends, it might be your jobs, it might be a multitude of things. Mm -hmm. But in the end, you look back and you see that you are a different person and you couldn't get to where you are if you hadn't gone through that. Yeah, some of the things to ask, you know, when we're referring to your beliefs are questions like, um, how does this belief feel? Or where did I acquire this belief? Did it come from someone else? You know, like, you know, your culture, your religious backgrounds, government, your, your teachers, your parents, um, is it somehow, you know, that you just acquired it and grew up with it that you don't really know where it came from? Or is it a perception you gathered all on your own from, you know, in 
esoterically, like when we're children, we learn things, you know, by mimicking right. and we might get a sense of something. This is me, for example, I can remember thinking that women don't have a say in this world. And I got that message really early on when I couldn't play baseball with the boys because oh. I was a girl. Oh, I couldn't play on a baseball team. And meanwhile, we would play in the field. I'd play against the same, the best, best, you know, guys that were playing knowing you, you were like league baseball <laughs> and I couldn't play on their team. I couldn't be included in that because I was a girl and that stuck with me. Wow. Until like, I mean, I can't, until I probably had my daughter and then it dawned on me and I was like, oh my God, this is a, this is something that our culture right. has, has instigated. I mean, I couldn't play soccer. Nowadays it's changed. I mean, young girls get to play soccer right. with the boys and right. I mean, all that changed. But when I was a little girl that didn't, and it, and it, it followed me through life and I had to get, I had to dismantle that belief. And oh, I mean, mean, it was, yeah. it was, you know, a deep dive in to figure out what's going on here. Why do I have these negative, you know, kind of, and, and it'll branch out like one little belief will branch out. And I don't necessarily know how I got it. I was just told no. And, 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 and that's how, and I'm, and it wasn't like anything that I thought about. It was just like, oh, girls can't you know, they're, they're, they're not. And then two job wise. Oh, you know, job wise. They, there was only, you know, like you, you, you didn't see too many female physicians at the time. Right. You no, know? male physicians. Right. So women the male dominated you know, were, were nurses. And, right. and so if, if you had that and depending on, you know, what your family was telling you, too and culturally it, it it reinforces a belief that may not serve and those are just oh my gosh ones. you you got that right and i'm cuban yeah. so you can just imagine like all the yeah. culturals and all of our cultures have different things and and this is funny because when i was growing up in in my culture if you ate like food you couldn't go swimming for two hours because yeah. God forbid you'd have a stroke in the yeah. pool, you know, yeah. and you grew up with these, these, these beliefs and you're thinking, yeah. where did this come from? And I remember I was in my twenties and, you know, I was like, hold up, this isn't serving me. This isn't cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. why, why am I still following these patterns? Right. And you feel guilty when you start disattaching and you're like, well, maybe if I go in the water, I'm, something's going to happen to me. And it's like, no, it's not. Right. And it's, it's part of your belief system that you have to unpack yeah. and you have to see the truth behind it and how it got to, yeah. to your, you know, your reality. Yeah. And I've unpacked a lot of my cultural stuff because, whoa, you know, it just depends. And, and you know, it's yeah. like, well, I'm the man of the house. And like my dad used to run around like, I'm the man of the house and you're going to do this because I say so. And it's like, mm. but wait a second, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But so, you know, why? Why are we continuing to hate believe in these things? Why are we continuing to hate? There's so many segments in our culture. Right. And, you know, um, for differences that people may have. And, and I'll speak about my own and how I would see, you know, my empath would come out. But okay. when, when you're younger, this is where you develop some of these foundational belief right. systems that need to be rooted out. And, and they're deep. And, and they're deep. Not they're easy deep. to get out. 
they're deep and 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 they're they're culturally they're they're um different different like i'm just going to talk about the united states different areas in the united states will have um you know belief systems about like um gay people right and where they will hate on gay people i mean granted things have changed since the aids aids epidemic and stuff where they're they're more we're more open and out the victim is not maybe kind of being so like people of those segments aren't being so um as it was like back in the 80s or something or even beyond that you know where you were more in fear for your life if you were gay you were fear of being um you know excommunicated from family um i mean so many things that it was that it was happened it was it's difficult. horrible but we still have that 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 is still happening there's still arguments about that there was gay marriage in the last you know maybe 10 years whether or not to have it what the hell do we care if 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 people of of, of you know that preference want to do that it's the same thing with like you know women being not being able to vote we got that back in you know like women started coming up with you know being able to vote however women of different color backgrounds they're on the you know the down low down uh, the 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 totem pole because they might have been black females or women of color females and it's like why do we still see people in those hateful lights as being inferior somehow because of beliefs stereotypes and stereotypes and we need to those need to dismantle and there's so much time time for that to dismantle well people are people and it doesn't matter where yeah people are people and we all need to start looking at each other as that yeah because it's not you know we're at a point in our lives where we just have to unpack everything that is not true that doesn't serve us yeah is what kind of a world do we want to create and this is what this show shelly and i have decided to do this because we want to you know get you thinking we want to talk about life raw and unplugged and it's part of our lives and yes we're going to go through a lot of pain right now things you know and i keep saying it you have to be creative you have to go with the flow you have to trust you have to have faith yeah because it's just going to be different you know i for one I just got off the phone earlier today with a friend of mine who's involved in education and I was involved in education, the traditional sense of education. And I, I worry about the kids. It's like, my goodness, you know, I worry about them going back to school, you know, being involved in sports and playing sports. And that's so much of growing up. And I just hope that we'll be able to transcend that. And, you know, we'll be able to find a new normal so that kids can interact because it's so important with social development to be able to interact, especially when you're small. Yeah, we're shaping minds. Yes. We were talking about what schools are going to look like moving forward. And uh, I know it's just, so you have to keep an open mind. But it's just a time where we just need to sit and think about what no longer serves us, you know, during this pause. And I know um, where I live. Yeah. And how do you know, like what no longer serves? It's like you, you have to get into your own system and, and just, and feel, feel the emotions. You have to feel it. And, and feel, empathize what you might be, the other person might be feeling. 
Right. You know, like if you say or do your actions, you know, your words, if, if they harm someone, you have to be, you have to be aware. You have to start being aware of that. And, and it's on all levels in your, in your household, in your yes. school education wise, in, in um, your whatever career and how you're working among people. This is one of the things that this pandemic, it's like, we're all one, we're all feeling it, right? Everybody, everybody on the planet pretty much is feeling this, you know, isolation. And then two, how do we interact with one another now? Because we have something seriously in common. Right. Right. The whole world, we have, everybody has the same thing in common, which yeah. is how do we move forward? How do we interact? How do we still have our connections? I mean, I'm a huggy kissy kind of person. Yeah. And now it's like, you know, air kiss, air hug, yeah. air kiss, air hug. But, you know, the other day somebody sent me, um, it, it was on Facebook. It was, you know, this grandma that they, they, they built this like shield so she can go and hug her grandkids because a hug is so delicious. You know, I, yeah. I love getting hugged by my friends and yeah. just, you know, it's just such a sign of, of just, that interaction with another human being. But what is that gonna look like? And I just, you know, I have faith that yeah. we're gonna reach a time where we're gonna go back to, you know, being more interactive with each other. But this is a time of just like a, you, like a butterfly. You know, you go into the cocoon. Yeah. And you just have to re, reshape yourself. And I was reading about that, you know, because I've always, I've always loved like the butterfly and how the caterpillar just transforms into that butterfly. beautiful butterfly and yeah. how it goes into this cocoon. And, you know, the butterfly effect is something that has happened and it's about us moving forward in a very, very, you know, small way. And, you know, there's a saying that says with unfolding wings, we transcend our own limits. Mm. And I always think of the butterfly with that because as the butterfly gets out of that cocoon, it just opens up its wings and it's beautiful, but it wasn't a cocoon for a long time. It's like yeah. us in, 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 you know, in, We're in our cocoon, <laughs> in lockdown, in our lockdown. cocoon. Yeah. You know, just, just looking at, you know, what's happening. Um, yeah. And it's these small changes that make a difference. Big effects. Small changes add big effects. Right. I, I, I remember Carolyn Mace talking about that. What's in the micro, it's like the mustard seed, what we talked about in the last mm -hmm. uh, episode, you know, the mustard seed effect. It's, it, it like has a, 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 a wave that will keep extending and so on and so on and so on. And same with the butterfly, you know, that, that doesn't yeah. that affect the weather or something? The butterfly yes, exactly. flaps its wings and, and it, you know, you'll feel the ripple down and it'll change the weather down in, you know, whatever happens up here, we got a butterfly, it'll change the weather yeah. down in Miami. <laughs> I think so. Maybe. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's part of this journey of transformation that we're on and we can't explain it. We can't, put wrap our brains around it because we're very scientific when it comes to things mm -hmm. and we want to have answers right away. Mm -hmm. And as we know, our world is in total chaos and nobody knows, you know, where this came from, you know, well, they, they speculate, right. Mm -hmm. But where did it really come from? And 
Are we going to get a vaccine? You know, what's happening? So we're in this transformational stage where we have to just readjust and in the process, move forward. And what's that going to look like for you? You know, what are you going to do differently? The past is gone. It's never going to come back. Yeah. Not we the have way to it live was. in the That's present. Sure. Yeah. No, exactly. You yeah. have to live in the present. Yeah. Every moment is a the, the, the present time where you need to be. Yeah. And, not, and that's your mind. Because a lot of times we're like, oh, I wish I would have done this. Or you have all these regrets. It's mm. got to let them go. Yeah. You got to let them go. Yeah. Let them go. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's funny how, how you say that. It's like, you know, we don't know where we are, where we're going. No. You know, like individually, a lot of people, I mean, I was just off on a call with a client of mine and, and she's just, you know, she's had a business and stuff, very successful. And now it's like, whoop, and she doesn't know what's next for her. And, mm. you know, the answer is, is you got to go inside right. and say, you know, because, you know, she wants to feel valuable and, right. and fulfilled and right now she felt those things maybe with her last, you know, her job, but that seems to be, you know, coming to, there's no direction for her in that. So it's like, you got to take, you know, the good things out of it and then start to go in and say, Hey, what wasn't working maybe. Right. And right. how can I improve upon this and how can I serve or what am I being maybe called to do now? Right. Where, where can I feel fulfillment? Maybe it's, you know, volunteering for something or, or, you And know. you don't know. If yeah. Here, maybe somebody else, somebody out there might need some of my skills and how can I feel, you know. Valuable. Valuable. Exactly. Valuable because I can't stand sitting in my home alone now, you know, one right. more day, but you have to, you have to kind of suck it up and, and say, okay, this is where we're at. You have and, to be uncomfortable and it's an uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. Again, you have no control of what's happening. You can't yeah. just pick up the phone and, and, you know, say, okay, you know, connect me. Let me, let me, you know, no, you've got yeah. to stop and you've got to see where you're at, where your life has been. How do you want to show up again? What no longer serves you? And the best way is to go within and to feel it. And, and I talked about what happened yeah. to me the other day. I, I had a headhunter call me mm. um, to go back into a big corporate. It was going to be stressful. And during the interview, I just started feeling like, oh my gosh, you yeah. know, like just the whole energy of it was, didn't serve me anymore. I've been there. I don't want to do that anymore. So, you know, and a lot of times we, we just, compromise that and we just do it out of fear and out of having control yeah well you got, you yeah. Realize, what have i done yeah what yeah well in two it sets off greater stress oh you no know, totally. these are these are things you know that you know start to be honest with yourself as you're going in i mean are you have you had diminished you know being home at at home are you feeling anxiety or has your anxiety subsided? Why is that subsided? You know, or, you know, if you're in a profession that, you know, you felt anxious or stressed out or your, your energy is just being sucked the life out of you yeah. for whatever it is you're doing. 
and you're like, maybe that's not happening now. Maybe you're feeling, oh, I'm really rested and I have a little more energy to go and learn something new, something that I always wanted to do and I just haven't right. found the time to do it. Well, go do that. Exactly. You know, if you have a thought going in your head and it hasn't left, something's telling you to, well, maybe I should look at that, you know? And your thoughts, you need to, you need to listen to your thoughts. And, and when, you're, when you're afraid, say a prayer. Whatever prayer is going to help you, say something, talk to whoever you talk to that is greater than ourselves mm -hmm. and listen because a lot of times we get, we get hits. Like Carolyn used to say, you get a hit. Yeah. And that hit is your intuition, but it's your higher self telling you, hey, maybe this isn't what you're supposed to be doing. Maybe you're supposed to be doing this. I got a story for that. All okay. Right, so well, listen. Yeah. Okay. In my backyard. All right. There's my grandmother, um, had planted the, I live in a condo. So typically the, um, the groundskeepers take care of everything, but there's this segment of land behind my condo that my grandmother used to take care of. And, and years ago it had all these beautiful flowers, all this stuff down there. Well, it's so overgrown now and um, the trees were up and then there's like these weeds and stuff oh like all through it. I but can only this, imagine what you did. Yeah, oh, <laughs> well, just listen, you're gonna die laughing. It, it, so um, over the winter time, actually it was last year, just before like say, um, it was probably in November, we had a big windstorm and a massive tree came down. I was here in the living room. You never seen somebody like run out of their house so fast. I mean, like it was scary. It was like a huge oh tree. Missed the house by inches. Okay. So they cleaned that up. Um, this pat finally months later, the beginning of March before this COVID-19, you know, thing locked down, they came, the tree guys came pulling out this big, huge tree, you know, over the house and down and then loading up like a big, huge truck of huge logs and stuff. Wow. So that went, so anyways, in the meantime, it's a mess back there. And so I'm, we had our first sunny day. I'm on the deck and I'm taking a nap. I had a full day. I was like on the, and I'm just like soaking up the sun. I was like, it's finally nice out, sunny, it's nice. warm. And I get this epiphany. This is about, you know, listening, you know? And it said, go buy a chainsaw. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> no! And I'm like... Handled a flipping chainsaw ever. All right, I've done like you are my hero and stuff, and I'm like, and then I'm thinking, well, maybe Martha Stewart has a chainsaw for girls. You know, I what about designer, right? I yeah, love an electric one or something. You know, like not like a gasoline one, <laughs> <laughs> like 300 pounds. But I could see you do that, girl, because so, you're, yes. you're my warrior. You know. So the trees were calling me. Okay, the trees right. were calling me. Okay, the ones that were all covered in these vines, weighted down. Like, all right. So I get online, I go and um, I look Where'd on you get Home Depot. chainsaw during this pandemic? Home Depot, okay? Uh, like I go up and I'm looking and I'm like looking and they got like a $50 chainsaw that you plug in. It's lightweight, plastic kind of thing. Like, you know, oh, like, wow. I was like, damn. So ordered it online, drove up the next day. The, the order was ready. That was oil, picked it up, came back home. Wow. I'm like, holy shit, what the hell am I doing? Because I got scared. You know, like I got really and scared. And you can, you can cut some serious limbs there, girl. Not forget yes. the finger. Yes, <laughs> 
exactly. So I'm like, I'm like, oh man, do I really want to do this? Well, I got out there. I was out there all like all morning from 8:30 or something till about oh, one in the afternoon, getting rid of these weeds. And the, and there was other trees that are like, you know, you couldn't just you you couldn't if you had a saw like a hand saw, it would take forever. So I got out there, I did this, and what do I find? Okay, and this find? is where I should I was listening to to you know for months this was like coming to me like months prior to like buy a chainsaw, buy no, a chainsaw. No, 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 not the chainsaw <laughs> was was plant some birch trees back here. Oh. Plant some birch trees. Well, it wasn't plant birch trees. It was like after I cleared stuff out, what did I find? All these birch trees, like a cluster of them, me. that were being weighted down and bogged down, and now they're all like coming up. They're That's free. Really they're, they're they're like you know about like you know this this wide. And I was like, I, I I really think they're birch trees, and they're on they're they're framing the house perfectly. Some on one side, and there's a few down on the other side. And there was also these flowering trees that were encumbered. One's like um, I think it might be a crab apple tree. There was another one that is, listen to this one. Like, I think it's like a Japanese, I, um, a Japanese olive tree, which there's nothing like that around here. Those are usually found in pot potted plants or whatever. Nothing right. like that around here. So I was like, I got this nice little garden. Oh, maybe your grandma back. planted those. No, I know she didn't plant them. I know oh, okay. she didn't. She wouldn't even know okay. what it was. Uh, but I was like, oh my God, I got birch trees. Oh, that is really here. cool. And that kept coming in like birch trees, birch trees. Oh, wouldn't it be nice that, you know, like, or whatever. And this is the example is like, you're, you're, not, listening. Analogy. you're yeah. not listening to your intuition when you're hearing something or all of a sudden you just got to wait until you get that epiphany. You have to be patient and wait till you get yes. the, the, the dream that says buy a chainsaw oh and God. boom, I get out there. And what do I find? Dang, right? Dang. You got to be patient. This is a time of the patient pause. Yes, the patient pause. Putting your the life on hold and embracing the new normal, whatever that's yes. going to be for you. Yes, whatever that is. So it is about, you know, coming into your breath. This COVID-19, it's taken the breath away. Well, we got to come back mm -hmm. into our breath. So what I'd like to do, if you're willing, is, is to talk about like a little exercise. This is kind of like a yogi pranayama exercise. It's very simple and it just teaches you and reminds you there's three parts to breathing. And it's so important to breathe. Because and it's so important to breathe because it, breathe the other right. thing too, it, it allows in spirit. Yes. It allows in and it allows you to... Um, uh, your your central nervous system, everything to calm down yes. once you start to follow your breath. So this okay. little exercise is really simple. All it is, all, all I want to teach you is about your breath and oh, to make it. sure and to make sure that you're actually breathing a full breath. And yeah. during times of say you feel stressed or anxiety, where is your breath? Is it a full breath or is it is it just your partial? like one chamber of your, your lung system that you're breathing in. So years ago, how I learned this was taking, um, I was going to a Reiki practitioner and she would 
and, and at the time I, I wasn't breathing properly. I was shallow breathing, meaning only breathing in the top quadrant of my lungs, meaning the upper part of my lungs. It was like, I was breathing like if, if we all, this is the exercise, we're gonna just put our hands on the top part of our chest. This is our heart, um, our high heart too. Yes. And, and as you breathe, just breathe in through the nose and then feel, do you feel your chest right here rise a little bit? I really do. And then as you exhale, it drops down. Well, yeah, do you breathe through your mouth or nose? You can breathe through the nose and then exhale through the mouth. Okay. And, and I mean, like, you know, in pranayama, they say, you know, take four, four, count of four, breathe in, count of four, but we're not even going to go there yet. All right. It's just about you feeling where your breath is. And just as you breathe through the nose, just notice what is happening to your physical body. So you know, you feel your chest rise a little bit. And then as you exhale, you feel it fall. Now, if, if you can't feel that, close your eyes and just follow your breath and keep your hand here. Right up by the clavicle. That's where you want to hold your hand for those listening and not viewing. I know. And if you're driving, don't close don't, your eyes. Yes. And I meant to qualify Please. that. Yeah. <laughs> don't, close don't, don't close your eyes if you're driving. Yeah. Wait till so, you get home. So then the other, the next part is, is coming around, you know, placing your hands by your rib cage, like just right at your sides, right on your ribs. All right. So as you're breathing, now you'll just, you know, inhale through the nose. You'll feel your, the top part of your chest lift up and down. But then now what do you feel? This expansion, like an accordion, it's going out yeah. and in. Okay, so there's a lot happening here with one oh, yeah. breath, right? One inhalation and exhalation. You're here, and then as you, as you exhale, you contract, and your rib cage becomes closer to the spine. So you wow. exhale, goes out. So now you have this up and down motion, and now you have this out to the side. You know, so it's a up and down and then horizontal, like an accordion. Mm -hmm. Now, if you can, you can bring your, your hand to your belly button or your navel. Okay. And so as you inhale, now if you want to have the other hand at the top of the heart, because you only have two hands, we don't have a third. <laughs> Or fourth. <laughs> I'm a goob, I know. <laughs> so as you inhale through the nose, inhale. Now make sure you pull, this is where I wasn't breathing right, pull the oxygen all the way down to the belly and push the navel out and uh, away from uh, like a balloon. Blow it up like a balloon. And then exhale the navel. You can push, you can use your hand like a and, and push the navel back in towards the spine. And then as you take another deep breath, the top part of your lungs move up, your rib cage expands out to the sides and your belly pushes out and away, out in front of you. And that's a true breath. And how you can find this, watch a baby breathe while it's sleeping. You'll uh. see it. You'll see it all. And if you're not breathing like a baby, you're not breathing right. And, and so this is something, this is a way to start. So for your homework, if you're listening to us, it's going to be just follow your breath all day long for the next week. 
you know, just follow your breath. Just know, like, am I taking a full breath in? Am I expanding my belly out? Am I blowing it up like a balloon? Is it contracting and going, am I extinguishing that breath completely? And just try that. And then we'll add more in later on. Jill, I love this. I just feel so relaxed. Well, yeah, you come into your breath, you're going to relax because what happens is you're coming into the moment. You're not in your past. You're not in your future. You're in the present moment. And that's what this pandemic is requiring us to do. Totally. I love this. <laughs> mm. Do you have any thoughts that you like to, you know, shout out there or whatever? Because I think um, I think we just about covered everything. I don't yes, know. We did. I just want everybody to know that we're here for you guys. And we want to know what you'd like for us to, to share with you, to help you on your journey. And, uh, you know, just remember to breathe. And totally, to breathe. Yeah, breathe. totally breathe. So on our next show, uh, we will discuss lifting the veil of illusion. That's a deep Ooh. one. So we can see or perceive our reality with clarity and a clear vision for the future. So that's going to be a deep dive into illusion. And I mean, like oh. I got some thoughts on that one and I know you do too. <laughs> oh, and I, I have something that happened to my eyes that I am going to talk to everybody about 2020 vision. Oh, I like this. I don't even know what she's going to bring up. Oh, this sounds mm -hmm. intriguing. Keep it a secret. I don't want to know until the show. Okay. <laughs> All secret. right. All right. So thank you for joining us in this episode about life on pause embracing the new normal so if you enjoyed this show please leave a review because you know it helps people find the show it gives us some feedback and on the review mention this show and how it might have inspired or motivated you and then never miss an episode you know we're getting set up people you know you can um this yeah, we're doing this. You can, um, by remembering to subscribe or download on iTunes, and then you can follow us at facebook.com backslash Evolve360Life. This is... Shelly? Shell. Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get that one down. Let's get it in sync, okay? So Ready? I'm gonna say, this is... The... Shelly? Shell. Until next time, thanks for listening. Have a great one, everybody, and don't forget to breathe. Awesome. This was fun. Oh, my God. It was a blast. I love doing this with you. Me, too. It's so much So this episode was sponsored by Evolve Boot Camp, a functional fitness program that delivers a sense of warmth, friendliness, and spirit, along with butt-kicking, hellishly fun-filled workouts that embody a Airing attitude. Class begins at 6 a.m. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Now on Zoom, and mention this podcast, and you can try out a trial class if you dare to evolve. You can find us at evolvebootcamp.com. And this episode is sponsored by Power Up Performance, and we have an online platform that we've now gone totally virtual on presentation, communication, if you want to magnetize your clients, create action, and bring profits online through the power of communication, and words are charged with energy. So are you using the right words? Well, if you're not, we're here to help. So you can follow us on shellygrace.com, and we also have a Facebook group 
which is Transition 5 online. So join us so that we can share your words with the world.